You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, so glad you can join us on another episode of E&M in your new year. Now, if you are already struggling with your new year's goals, I have a special episode today that may give you some insight as to why that's happening and help you and your spouse or significant other to truly find connections within all of this framework of you trying to do goals, including marriage goals. And by the way, as we get started today, I want to let you know that I I loved tracking your Instagram marriage goals. Thank you so much for those who participated. I am hearing you guys say that you want to have better sexual intimacy. I'm hearing you say you want to have date nights. I'm hearing you say that you want to make sure your conflict is healthy. You guys are wanting to have alone time together, intentional communication, a night without kids every so often, and honest and open vulnerability. This is amazing. Some of you are building businesses together, which I think building projects and business together is so sexy, honestly. And I just really wanted to say I'm so proud of you. And also for those who are working on reducing or getting out of debt completely and reaching out to your spouse's ideas more without resistance. Um, This is amazing. I mean, I just was glowing literally when I was reading all these because quite honestly, I don't know if you're anything like me when I see other people's goals and you guys just reaching to hit those hard points. I am so moved to do the same thing. And that's why I love our time together. That's why I love our collective. Just knowing either way, whether you're here in this community and or in our Wednesday pod smaller group or um, attending our monthly seminars as a collective, just whatever capacity you're involved in EM, thank you for being part of it so that we can truly shine out there together. It means so much. And so today we come to the space where we're really working on how important the instincts are to our marriage goals. And if you're not familiar with the instincts, I'm just giving you a quick tutorial on them today so that you can move healthily within your marriage, becoming more aware of the social, sexual, and the self-preserving instinct. And I'm really excited, particularly because I think that the instincts play a deeper role in our marriage issues and discoveries even than our type. And the reason I think that way is because I believe and have seen research that suggests that our personalities are in the front of our brain and that although they're set, we do know we can maneuver them to some degree, which is why we do this podcast. But the instincts are deeper. And if you've ever seen just the evolution of a human being from day one of conception to the end when they're birthed, you see that they are coming to life with this brainstem. And this is where our instincts are formed. So what I really want to get at here is the instincts are deeper and therefore probably harder to recognize in our marriages when we're fighting with our spouses, when we're fighting with ourselves about our goals, 
we're not realizing the power that can come from using and even just trying to white knuckle and move toward even our lesser used instincts. And a good example of that, if you like a visual, I put one on my Instagram this week and on my Facebook. If you happen to be my friend personally, you're welcome to follow me at Facebook. I'm not there quite as often as Instagram, but it's where Wes and family hang out. So I like Facebook too. But I really on both spots, put this picture of Wes on our trip. We had that fun road and flying trip out West. It was great. We saw some of our best friends ever. So I did share a few of those posts about the people that we've loved and cried with over the years and made plans with and just, you know, done life with over 20 plus years and getting to see many of them over this trip was incredible. But on the way and on the way home, Wes wanted these epic pictures of us kissing on New Year's Eve. And on the way home, he wanted a picture of us um, sipping a malt together at a 50s diner in Jackson, Mississippi. And I was just like, no, I don't want to do that at first. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? Like this is leaning into his social subtype and I need to just take a deep breath and do the picture because he wants this and it's going to be fun. And I just need to get out. Like, I'm like, but you're not a teenager. You're in your forties. What are you doing? And he's like, let's do this right. I'm a type one. Like, let's make sure we have the right angles and let's get this picture of us in this 50s diner. And I'm going to roll my sleeves up and you put your hair up. Of course, he's in his total seven mode and not his one clinical mode, which was the whole purpose of this trip because he was desperate for it. And so I'm like, do it. Like he's desperate for this. Take this moment. And it was me going to that unfamiliar instinct. And as soon as I leaned in and went to it, it was like, the world came into focus and the waitress started to say, can I move things around for you? And somebody smiled at us from outside and my teen daughter wanted to be part of it, taking our pictures, the type four. And I just had to really smile and say, you know what? This is us shining out there and we're making this little corner of the world brighter. And that's exactly what you're going to do when you start tiptoeing or white knuckling toward your spouse's main instinct. Because as you probably know from me, I like the taking care of yourself. I like the refresh. I like the one-to-one. That's why I do a relationship podcast and I talk a lot about self-care. I like to give socially through writings. It's like me going out there and showing up in this particular seven way is so unfamiliar to me. And even as a teenager, when I was leading our high school as a class you know, leader and all of the different things and captains of teams, there was always a sense of introversion to it. And so just being with Wes has really challenged me to find that instinct. And that's exactly what I want to remind you guys of in today's episode, that all of your goals are wonderful and good. But let me put it this way. The minute I showed those pictures, and by the way, not flattering at all, like my car hair was so gross and all of that, everybody started leaning in like, this is real. This is life. Like this is working through hard things in marriage and nobody wants to see the, you know, cheesy or fake things. They want to see what is hard and real and beautiful and good about your life. And when you start leaning into spaces in your life and marriage and just working through hard goals that are really seemingly insurmountable, this is a great space for you. So I'm just going to give you some reminders of how you can lean into these spaces today of healthy instincts in each of the three areas. And then I'd like for you to just take one tip from the episode so that you can start working on it. So let's say right now that whatever you're stacking, 
whether you lead with self-prez or whether you lead with sexual or whether you lead with social, whichever one is not being used as much, I want you to really take your tip for that instinct this year. And it isn't that I don't want you to have balance. I do. It isn't that I don't want you to use your primary instinct. You're going to use that anyway. But what I do want you to do is, like I said, get more traction for your marriage and for every aspect of life when you wisely bring in that repressed instinct, or you could say the third space in your stacking, so that whatever it is, you are really coming into who you are fully instead of just pieces of yourself or kind of dragging behind because you're not giving the full capacity of yourself to your audience, to your family, to your spouse, and even to yourself. So let's just briefly go over these three. So if you are mostly self-preserving, repressed, I want you to try to lean into some sort of self-care for a goal in your marriage and in your life. I want you to try to lean into taking better care of your diet, taking better care of your physical fitness, going to a doctor's appointment, helping your spouse to do some of this with you by letting them choose. By the way, if you got to hear our mini episode last Wednesday, you know I'm all about don't force your spouse, um, but definitely encourage. And so whatever one of these areas is lacking for you in the self-preservation instinct, I want you to go for it. I had a client this week who got a medical test done that they had been avoiding. And that was really for them a way of saying, I matter. And I'm not just self-preserving. I matter to everybody. And I'm going to make sure I'm healthy. And that was a great, healthy self-preservation instinct. But it was flipped around a little bit. It wasn't just going safe and small. It was going safe and social. So make sure that even in your self-pres, there's an element of I matter. I'm here. I want to be refreshed. But I also want to do that so I can love others, so that it's not just this selfish instinct, but it's it's paired with balance like we want. Now, if you're low in the social instinct and you're just repressed in it, then I want you to make a goal for yourself that involves not the resourcing like we do with the self-pres, but also just a way of making sure that you get out there and you vibe with others. And you could use mine as an example of me just going to that unusual space of the 50s diner and just letting myself make a spectacle. You could lead group projects, and I end up doing those at my church a few times a semester but you might not have a church and you might say, I work somewhere and I'm going to offer my gifts in a certain way that I normally would not with a, it doesn't have to be a large group. It could even be just two or three people. It could be that you are vulnerable socially in another way by getting to know people of just somebody who's different from you socially, not your usual social. And so lending yourself into this social atmosphere is absolutely going to look different for everybody, but to bring it into your marriage too is always ideal so that your spouse is really moved by it as well. They're like, oh my gosh, I never knew you would run for this or that you would create this project or spearheaded or that you would even be part of this walkathon, whatever it is, make sure you are really leaning into your marriage and even coming up with some of the ideas together so that you can really find, oh my goodness, this is why some of my goals were 
self-sabotaged, I wasn't leaning into this instinct and I'm going to lean in more. And then lastly, I want you to think about if you're repressed with your one-to-one instinct, how you can bring that up. And I noticed with a lot of your goals, you guys said, especially five said this, I want to do more date nights. I want more one-to-one time. I want more intentional time. I thought that was very brave because sometimes people don't want this one because they're like, what's going to happen? Are we going to go too deep? Are we going to have conflict? And I liked how also some of you said, even if we do have conflict, conflict is healthy and we need to be able to be real together, but let's do it with love and grace and taking a lot of deep breaths so that we don't have to fear the one-to-one space or try to dominate each other too much. And that is definitely going to help you to feel better together. And you could make this space a space of let's talk out our sexual intimacy. You could make this space a space of, like I said, date nights. You could make it a space of the once a week meetings. I know some of my couples do that every Monday or Sunday. If you do the Enneagram and Marriage Glow Planner, you know that we're doing that with you where we're really trying to balance out our instincts and find our date nights every week and just really have a sit down together so that we can really explore everything we want to together to stay connected and as a team glowing out there. So I've given you some ideas for each of the three instincts. But remember, I already know you're pretty good at your main instinct. Yes, there might be some mirror sides of it where you're like, you know what? I'm really good at self-prez and I'm good at knowing how to store up food for us, but not very good at saving. I'm not saying that you don't need to work there too. But what I am saying is your repressed instinct contains the key to a lot of your success for this 2023 and onward. So I want you to make a goal in that arena so that you can truly create systems for that to thrive also. So very, very hard. I am taking deep breaths with you, even as I just said yes to a mind body heart talk at my church on the same day as we have a race. So it's going to be this busy weekend where I have a table at a race And that is awesome. But of course, it happens to fall on the same weekend as I have this talk I do at Ballet Mag when they come to our school. And I ask them, hey, I would need to do it at a different time, but I'm open. I don't have plans most other weekends. And this would be a great opportunity to serve our teens. So it's a very social weekend for me. Now, somebody like Wes would be like, that sounds amazing and so easy and fun. Somebody like me is like, okay, this is going to be a challenging weekend but I know it's going to bless a lot of people. And that's an area where I can really grow is to just lean out and bless people. So I hope, and of course you're like, oh, but you do your podcast, but it's different. It's a different way. It's in the world. It's using active energy. It's not in the five space as much. So it's a good challenge for me. And I hope that you guys really do good challenges for yourself because as I said about that post, These are the things that make the biggest ripples in your community, in your marriage, and in your life. So I am with you guys. Let's ready, set, go on this, okay? And then also, if you need more support, don't forget we have our Deeper Dive episodes every Wednesday. We also have The Collective, and it's open for just a little while longer. We also have our Glow Gala. Now, that is fun and feels very balance to me because I get to dance one-to-one and I love the environment. I know it very well. It's very safe to me. So I am so excited about our Glow Gala. I hope you can join us for that in South Florida, February 3rd, if you're listening live 2023. Hopefully if it's later, we have another one coming, but I hope you can join for these things. I will put them in the show notes. I will talk to you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. 
I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as anyagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.